welcome to the Saturday Night Live After Party. This week, we'll be discussing Season 47, Episode 8 of SNL with host and musical guest, Billie Eilish. I'm Catherine Coleman, and I am joined this week by Steve Finn, as well as comedic actress Erica Diederich. You can connect with Erica at Erica Miranda. That's two A's on the end of Miranda. And if you'd like to connect with us, you can do so at SNLpodcast.com. Enjoy these selected highlights from this week's discussion. If you'd like to watch our full-length, ad-free, sketch-by-sketch review, you can find it exclusively at Patreon.com slash SNLpodcast. It's our supporters that make this show possible. We are so thankful to everyone who's already come on board. All right, here we go. All right, after three long weeks, SNL's back. And after two long months, Kate is back. And she was everywhere in this show. As she should be. As she should be, right? We missed her. Uh, I, know, I know some people didn't. I did. Uh, so so I, w- I was happy to, s- to see her face again. Uh, we got <laughs> another first-time host. We've got so much to discuss. But first, got to introduce everybody to my friend, Erica Dieterich. Erica, how you doing? I'm pretty good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's between good and okay. Okay. You know, tw- for you 2021. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is how it is. Right. It is how it is. Welcome uh, to our podcast family, Erica. I'm happy to be here. I'm so excited. Mm. <laughs> this is going to be fun. Uh, Eric <laughs> and I are on a sketch team together called Wilburn. That's part of the Boogie Manja Sketch Collective. And we do have a show this Friday at Twitch.tv slash Boogie Manja. And. <clears throat> She has also performed at Characters Welcome at the Squirrel Theater, as well as many, many, many other shows about town. You can pretty much find her performing anytime you want. She's always got shows. She's always hustling. She's so, so, so funny. And uh, so, Erica, I've established your resume. You've got the sketch (laughs) credentials. But we've got to know about the SNL credentials. People want to know that you love the show they love. So just tell us a little bit about about your favorite, favorite SNL stuff. Um, I mean, my parents, you know, watched it when I was growing up and I would just like join them on Saturday night. And I was like, this is really funny. Um, actually, the <laughs> first time I ever watched it with them, it, they were parodying, um, oh my God, American Idol. And I thought it was American Idol. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> and I sat down. And I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> um, and then I was just like hooked. I, lo- I loved it, even though I probably didn't get half of the things that were going on. Um, and then. In college, I did a sh- my first main stage show at college in my theater program. Someone after the show was like, do you ever get that you look like Rachel Dratch? And it all went downhill from there. <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> like, and literally every single show I have ever done, like theater wise, somebody comes up to me after and tells me I look like Rachel Dratch. Um, and, and I absolutely love it. Do you take that as a it. compliment? Okay, yes. good, good, good. I, Love that woman. She made my type like a thing, and I love her forever for it. Um, ugh. Uh, yeah. All time favorite <laughs> cast member, Rachel Dratch. Yes. Um, definitely. I mean, I feel like this is a favorite among many SNL fans, but the Debbie Downer Disney World with Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> just, just she can't stop laughing, and the, the line she's like, I can't have children. <laughs> I just like lose it every time. It's great. Yeah. I mean, that's it's two of, of your favorite moments. things, Disney World and Rachel Dratch. Yeah. Oh, sketch God. Comedy. I love Disney. It's three things. Yeah. <laughs> I love me some Disney. <laughs> nice, nice. And you also, uh, you love Billie Eilish, correct? 
I do. I was really excited when you asked me to do this episode. I'm a very big Billie Eilish fan. Right. Um, you're you're our resident Eilish head. What do they call themselves? Do you have a name? No, I don't know. I'm not like that deep into that it. Deep. Um, <laughs> I maybe only skimmed the surface, but I, maybe out of the three of us, I am probably the biggest Billie probably, fan. Probably, yeah. All right, well, we're going to call call <laughs> Billie Eilish fans the eyelashes. So you're an eyelash. And uh, are we ready to jump into the show? Absolutely. Eyelashes right. first. Let's do it. <laughs> The church Christmas pageant needs some hip hop and a pimp walk. I loved this. Uh, <laughs> as far as just like the writing goes, like if you read this on the page, you're like, this is a, this is okay. Probably, you know, um, you're like, okay, yeah, it's a juxtaposition of like the hip hop moves and like the nativity scene. That That's fun. But what made this great? I'm going to break my own rule here is Heidi Gardner. Like, Dear God, she sold the hell out of this. She she gave it everything and made it work. Like she is the just the queen of repetition. It it reminded me of an update character she had earlier this season where she just like a hundred times said, What if Spider Man shot webs out of his webs? Shot peace out of his webs instead of webs. What if Spider Man shot peace instead of webs? And she just like did that six hundred times and it was so funny. It's like she she just knows how to like milk that moment and milk that line for everything it's worth. And she did that with everything. Like I pimp walk is the funniest <laughs> thing. Like I was crying, laughing. And like, I can't, like I can't say that this scene has like a really great, strong game to it. Or like, it's a very clever premise, but it's just Heidi being Heidi is so, so fun and enjoyable to watch. I loved it. And then she gave her all on that candy cane and honey. Yes. Wow. Loved it. So Erica, are you on my uh, level with this one? Yes. I, I what what you I there was a problem I had with it and then you put it into words is that yeah, the game I don't think was very strong. But yes, mm-hmm. Heidi was so funny. <laughs> um <laughs> and you could tell uh, a little bit that Billy was a little nervous almost. Um and I loved that Heidi was just like, Girl, I got you. <laughs> um <laughs> we're we're I got you. And uh and she got on that candy cane and it it moved a little bit and I was kind of at first I was nervous. She was going to like maybe fall or it was going to come apart. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, no, she 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 got that candy cane handle. Oh, We're, good. We're good. Thing We're like good. <laughs> we, we trust her. Um, and then, yeah, the whole repeating thing. I think that's such an amazing thing that, that not all comedians can do is repeat the same thing and have it be hilarious every single time. Um mm-hmm. So yeah, she 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 definitely like carried that one for me. Steve, where'd you land? Are you on our page? Oh yeah, I'm on your page. This was a lot of fun. Very simple. Uh, you know, we basically had a parade of silly things for each character to do. Uh, but we've we've I think you guys covered the real meat of that, and it was uh, Heidi taking the charge uh, with Billy under her wing, doing a great job. And uh, for as high as this sketch was aiming, it's right where it needed to go. You know, we got a a, a simple payoff to a simple uh, sketch that was just about having a rowdy good time. Going along with that, I I did want to say that even though like yeah, like Billy sometimes needed that push, she was having so much fun, and I love watching people having fun. So like mm-hmm. again, even though she's not an actor, it was she was it highly enjoyable to watch in every sketch she was in because there have also been hosts where i was like oh god <laughs> like uh-huh. 
this is painful. <laughs> um, so I really enjoyed wa- watching her, even if even if she needed a little push. Because also, again, she's twenty. <laughs> right. Um, All right. So very very high marks on the church Christmas pageant and Heidi Gardner in general. Let's continue where pity turns to surprise, turns to straight up fear in the next door ad. Erica, is this a win? I laughed my ass off. I like, I don't know if you have to bleep that out, but I like, it was so funny. I was losing it. I wasn't, because at first I was like, oh, something's going to be weird. Like Kate's Mm -hmm. going to be like Billy's going to wish she didn't invite her over. Right. But I didn't see where it was going to go. And I thought it was so funny. I mean, the like, the like, she's keeping me sick. I was just, <laughs> uh, I love when comedy goes a little dark. And so like, I, it was an absolute win for me. Absolutely loved it. Yeah. This was phenomenal. Like, obviously like holding up signs across the alley is a great place to start for a parody. And then, and then the turn got me. Like like you said, we, we knew something was going to be off about one of these people. And then it was, are there any black people there? And that was already funny because like we all have, well, I guess we don't all, many of us have a, the racist grandma, right? Um, <laughs> and so like, it's like, we're, and so you start to think in your head, like, okay, I can see a few places where this is going to go. Then it still continued to surprise. Uh, like it really, really fully went to crazy town. And I think that this is just a fabulous example of heightening. It, it, it felt, it started so grounded and then got so wild. Um, so I, I sort of was thinking like as the writer, it almost felt like they were challenging themselves. Like you, you write a beat and you're like, okay, instead of this, where would it be two beats from now? And then they took that and replaced it with like the second beat. So like, every beat felt like it was moving three you know so it was Mm -hmm. just like felt really 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 crazy uh i love crazy town yeah i love it i love that they reached those heights so this was just really really excellent and i think um faultless and billy performed really well in this uh you know obviously like i think pre-tapes can be a little easier than live sketches but like she had like really good like subtle reactions and big reactions just wow i i loved this a lot Steve, did you like it as much as me? For sure. Yeah. And uh, to, to speak on your uh, escalation, what, what helps with all of that, it's, it was beautifully, beautifully escalated, but also it started from such an authentic base. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think they were so successful in creating, before any humor was injected into it, uh, an actual very heartwarming PSA mm-hmm. that would play just as you would want it to if you were to make one of these in right. all earnestness yeah it didn't uh, start in crazy town like it started yeah. so normal and that made it even better that it got no, so high yeah because i actually started tearing up like i love the smiths and that song always mm-hmm. gets to me anyway and uh yeah just how they told it visually with her looking at the picture it it was very effective so to successfully capture that and then mess with it that's what was so beautiful about this mm-hmm. now what I loved about this is there was a couple of interesting things. Uh, I'm, I'm willing to bet that the notes were added in post. They were mm-hmm. not ri- actually written on the, uh, like in camera, they were not written on those sheets. Like they were holding up blank stuff, mm-hmm. which allowed them to rewrite, I guess, after it was shot and maybe not even write it until you got all your reactions. Like, okay, act mm-hmm. like she said something weird. Ooh. 
we'll we'll figure out what the weird thing she was later. You know, I'm sure they didn't do that, but if they thought of something better, they had the freedom to change it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's very impressive tracking with the uh, with the notepads and stuff. Also, I love the just like the button on here of making it a next door ad is also hilarious and like a perfect perfect blackout. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in, in in a world where many people complain that SNL doesn't know how to end sketches, I think we actually had a lot tonight that had very solid um, buttons and blackout lines. Yeah, yeah sure. I agree. Yep. All right. So again, another one with very high marks from all of us. So let's get in to our musical performance where Billie Eilish performs Happier Than Ever and Male Fantasy. And Erica, did your girl give you everything you hoped for? Um, yes. I, I just, I, her voice is so beautiful. And I, I remember when, again, when she first came out and she was this like weird 16 year old with like a, oh, this is her shtick. Like, mm-hmm. um, and the people that like didn't really like her. Um, one of the things that I heard people say was <clears throat> how quiet she was. Like, she's not like a belter. Um, mm-hmm. But like you listen to her sing and I'm like, she doesn't need to like this is her this is her voice and it's beautiful. But also, I think she probably can. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think, yeah. <laughs> but like she ugh, I'm going to get on my like Billie Eilish soapbox. But like, get it, girl. <laughs> she just every every song she does is so well crafted. Like, I think she's one of those like she's truly an artist. She's not creating stuff. She doesn't care if you like it. Um, She just is making a song like thinking about every part of the song Mm -hmm. to make it a piece of art that she believes in that truly like gives you a feeling that makes you think of an experience um i think her and phineas are both like very intentional creators yes yeah absolutely um so i you know i loved it i gushed Mm -hmm. she's great (laughs) yeah wow 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 like the first performance especially was just insane like she i i had i had actually only heard like snippets of the song because um you know if you listen to the last episode you know that i've just been in taylor swift 10 minute all too well uh <laughs> mode for since it came out i haven't listened to anything else um so i have like i've heard snippets of this on instagram but i hadn't listened to the whole song yet um so when it transitioned into the bridge I was like blown away. I was taken aback in just the best possible way. And I started like rocking out with her. I mean, like she knows how to command a stage. Her energy is contagious. She's always so creative with, with stuff like, and this is this like, again, speaks to like, her intentionality and how she really crafts things like how, you know, she had the walls and they opened to the audience and it was this whole thing. And last time she was on, it was like the spinning box for bad guy. Um, and I love that, that, that season in our like postseason wrap up, I said I named Billy like the best musical performance of the season. Um, and if, if it weren't for my previously mentioned undying devotion to Taylor Swift, who is there's no contest. She's already won that category for this season. But I think Billy would have it. <laughs> this performance was to die for. I just I loved it. I like, It ended and I started clapping alone in my apartment. Which is not a thing I normally do, but it was like that much fun that I was like, "Yeah, that was great." You know, yeah. Uh, so huge, huge win, and and you know the second song was also lovely, but the first one really, really blew me away. Steve, where are you? I'm gonna say uh, Billy. Billy makes some really great music for sure. She's uh, super talented, and I'll respect any musical act that has a clear goal that they're trying to achieve. And I feel 
the whole Billie Eilish train is very uh, decidedly directed in one direction. And uh, yeah, it, it really amounts to something that uh, just makes sense. I used to have similar thoughts about Billie Eilish with the volume of her voice. I used to confuse that lack of volume with a lack, lack of power. I used to think she must sound like junk live. Like how do you sing so quietly and like get amplified over anything? Like even like the quietest of pianos. I will but, say uh, as a, as a singer singing quietly like that takes so much more control than yeah. belting. Like That's it's, what I've it like speaks to, to how good technically she is as well. For sure. Yeah. And that's something I've, I've learned to appreciate about her. And if, if you needed some kind of tangible proof, like just wait until the second half of that first song, when she pretty much goes full emo and uh, yeah, uh, the, the volume is there. The power is there and you're right here. It's, it's the control that allows her to give her signature sound. It's quite impressive. Awesome. So high, high, high marks on Billy. So I feel like we've all, uh, we're riding pretty high. Like, I think maybe a slow start to the episode, but we're, we're yeah. feeling good at this point. You know, these performances were really great. If you want to see our full sketch by sketch review, search for SNL After Party on Patreon or subscribestar.com. Let's get into our overall thoughts and ratings. Up first is moment of the night. Erica, what's your moment? Oh, geez. Um, it's got to be the the window like the she is margaret just <laughs> uh. it just was the cherry on top of the dark comedy cake like mm-hmm. it was i i lost it it was great yeah that that was that was a very final final turn yes a, a very excellent final turn um my moment it's got to be either pimp walk or um <laughs> just heidi up on the candy cane uh and you know what? I'll give it to the candy cane because I, I will say I I messaged her last night on Instagram just to be like, this was fabulous. And she was like, I won't be able to move tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so like that extra level of commitment is uh, fantastic. <laughs> like, yeah, that it doesn't look uh, easy to do, but I appreciate how much she committed to selling it. Uh, so candy cane stripper pole. Well, and she did say pimp walk on the stripper pole a few times. So I guess I can combine them. Uh, Steve, what's your moment? Uh, great line from uh, from Kyle in his pre-tape. Uh, right after Billy uh, uh, compliments him on his singing voice, he goes, yeah, the show never show never knew how to use me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to use me on this show. Yeah, well, they, never knew, they never knew how to use me on the show. But I don't necessarily think that's true. I think they know exactly how to use them. You know, how often they want to use them is another question. Uh but I, I love the joke either way because it was, it was, it was piercing, and it was, uh, it was, uh, it was, it was insider baseball, which I love. But it was also kind of self-deprecating and just acknowledging a mm-hmm. a uh, a truth that's that's okay. Well, it's but- just like the thing that everybody, everybody that like really loves Kyle, like says that like they don't know how to use him. Like, so yeah. I think it's just <laughs> so funny to address that. <laughs> so that's my moment. Very good. Let's talk about best sketch. Erica, what is it? I gotta <laughs> the signs. I I was losing it. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. definitely the signs in the window. The uh, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I think they Top called notch. that one Lonely Christmas. Yeah, uh, lo- okay. Lonely, Lonely Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. Um, I don't know. If we're going with like my favorite, it's going to be like the Christmas Nativity one. But if we're, but truly the actual like best sketch is Lonely Christmas, far and away. Like it, it is just expertly written, perfectly executed. It is wonderful start to finish. So that, that is the, the best sketch of the night for sure. Uh, and, and so Steve, I haven't given you a choice. What's your best? <laughs> yeah. Well, don't mess us up. <laughs> don't worry. Cause I was going to pick it as well. Good, good. Uh, Correct. It was the best sketch for sure. Uh, for all the reasons that we've gone over, uh, it was hilarious. It, uh, it captured the actual serious tone that it was, uh, harping on. So that it was successful in its execution of, you know, the setup as well as the, uh, the takeoff and, and escalation and all that. It was expertly done. And yeah, the performances were great. And I, I think the peaks and valleys of it all were, uh, really well, uh, sculpted and, yeah, there was just enough forgiveness after every little questionable beat. You know, Billy would give a happy face or, uh, you know, it would have a moment of calm before it escalated again. Uh, just just brilliantly uh, put together. And yeah. yeah, just some good technical choices like to to actually, uh, you know, do the notes in post, which gives you a lot of freedom. That was mm-hmm. very smart to do and probably why it was so uh so effective because if anything didn't work they had the f- ability to change it mm-hmm. yeah. so yeah we got a really nice sketch and uh no surprise to me that gets unanimous best sketch <laughs> not at yeah. all unanimous all right well let's talk about the mvp who are you gonna give it to erica you know what honestly i'm gonna give it to i'm gonna give it to billy for Whoa. for she just had so much fun. Like she was just a hundred percent game to be there. Uh, she was just authentic in herself throughout. And I mean, I love the cast members and they're hilarious, but I think like, I, I genuinely was like, oh, I can't wait to see Billy like in the next sketch. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm like, I'm going to give it to my girl. That's fair. That's fair. I attempted to give it to Taylor Swift, even though she was the musical. <laughs> <laughs> Um, (laughs) all right uh, my mvp i think there's definitely an argument to be made for kate like she she's back she's great she was all over the place she was wonderful and you know in everything Uh, but i'm sorry i have to give it to heidi she carried that sketch and sold it and made me love it and it was just so 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 good and it was just so much her uh, just selling it and knowing how to how to milk those lines, um, and and you know she popped up in a couple other things, but that would some sometimes sometimes the MVP is everywhere, and sometimes they just make the one big play. And mm-hmm. I, I think I think it's Heidi Gardner this week. Steve, who are you going to give it to? Well, I was hoping someone would give it to Kate just to satisfy the Kate box that is right. begging to be ticked. It's it's the first time we see her this season. She's all over this episode. So naturally, you're going to want to maybe give it to her. Uh, I kind of want to give it to her, you know, the MVP slot. She was all over it, and she seems rejuvenated, refreshed, batteries charged. It was a great outing for her. But I still want to give it to Andrew Dismukes, despite all that. And 
it's a strong feeling that I'm just not going to fight. So here I go. Andrew, you win. Here you go. (laughs) Let's get into the big one. On a scale of classic, great, decent, weak, or train wreck. Erica, how do you rate this episode? I'm going to give it a great. I'm going to give it a great. Fair enough. I I was tempted to give it a classic. Um, so much stuff was working, and I felt like the the writers really came back refreshed. I feel like everybody was doing a good job. There were so many sketches that were huge wins, but I think ultimately, like the cold open and just that like not totally solid update, kind of makes it. It's great. It's it's a high great and it's a strong great. But there's just like those couple things holding it back from being a classic for me. But this was a really really good outing um the, you, you could tell they had some weeks off you could tell you know everybody's ready we got one more episode and then they got christmas coming um and i you know i, I think we're probably in for another treat next week so it's christmas yeah this is a great for me steve where are you landing yeah great is sounding uh pretty appetizing to me after watching this oh unanimous yeah. it was a juicy flavorful episode it's deserving of a great uh, even if like we didn't get the sketches we got, like they had so much stuff on the shelf ready to go, like another Angelo sketch and another uh, Please Don't Destroy short, mm-hmm. uh, they were rife with content and it's all really well put together. Billy was a great host as well as a musical guest. There was just no aspect of the show that really sucked. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's not yeah. like we had to like uh, uh, watch a really good episode and then you know had to deal with some uh right like usually there's the lowest common denominator musical guest or something you know there was no like there's one sketch where you're just like i wasn't for me you know like everything everything was pretty much working yeah i feel like i did not pay a heavy price of admission for Mm -hmm. an enjoyable show there was nothing that i had to live with i'm happy with everything on the show so yeah maybe not classic but great is is pretty it's great to make (laughs) a great is great to give Fair enough. All right. A unanimous great. Billy came to play. She was a very solid first time host. I, I think she'll be back. Uh, yeah. Happy, oh, yeah. happy to see Kate back. Happy to see all of our little friends at the show. You know, they feel like our family when you watch our it as religiously friends. as we do. Um, but yeah, so I'm glad we had a good time with it. Erica, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. This is so thank fun. You. Oh, thank yeah. you. Thank you, Erica. Uh, do you have any any shows coming up? Anything you want to plug? Uh, well, it'll be over by the time this airs, but I have a show literally in an hour and a half uh, nice. <laughs> that I'm running to right after this. Um, nice, nice. Other than that, um, I am available uh, to I desperately need up my first co-star. Um, uh, I'm I'm great. So cast me. <laughs> <laughs> And I'll, I'll put a stamp of approval on that. She is genuinely great. So um, put and I, I know like, you, you know, it's, it, it, it happens. It, fl- it flexes. But like, I work so hard and I want you all to know that all of you <laughs> listening and watching. Um, I will make you money. I'm going to cast you right now. Thank you. Let's do it. I got to figure uh, out what it is I'm going to make <laughs> after. But you're casting. You can also right. see Erica in our team's Boogie Manja show this Friday. Yes. Mm-hmm. At 9 p.m. Eastern at twitch.tv slash boogiemanja. I have a, I didn't write anything new this time. I have a best of sketch um, that Erica is in. You're the voice of Alexa, yeah, right? I am the yeah, voice yeah. of Alexa. So it's Alexa mom mode. And um, now Erica arriving a great Alexa impression. at Applebee's. Um, pretty good. <laughs> yep. Um, 
Yeah, so there's that. And then for, for me, uh, the other team, the team that I'm directing, has a show this Wednesday at 8 p.m. You can catch that on the Lit Comedy YouTube channel. Steve, what are you up to? Working away. I've uh, just had a lovely week with uh, uh, Crosstalk on CBC. We did a lot of uh, content on food insecurity, talking about how, uh, you know, how uh, rising food prices and all that is, you know, affecting the bottom line for many families. And we're just putting out the good word to see, uh, see what we can do to combat that. So it's been a lovely week at the CBC for that. It's called Feed First NL. And yeah, if you, you know, wherever you are, if you, if you want to donate to your local food bank or what have you, goes a long way to uh, making sure that people in need can have a lovely Christmas, just like anyone else. Very good. What a great way to end the Yikes. show. And that is a wrap. Thanks to Steve Finn and Erica Diederich. And thanks as well to our most generous patrons, Sam Bowers, Neil Weinstein, Justin Gardner, Grace Kogan, and Brian Clark. If you're enjoying our show, please subscribe on YouTube or wherever better podcasts can be found. Your subscription helps us grow. Your support is greatly appreciated. We'll be back in one week when SNL returns with host Paul Rudd and musical guest Charlie XCX. But until then, this has been episode number 149 of the Saturday Night Live After Party Podcast. I'm Catherine Coleman. That's my story. And I'm sticking to it.